before 2020 and all that stuff happened in 2020, somewhere, I believe in 2019, one of our clients mentioned, hey, you know, I'm thinking about maybe moving to a different state. Would you consider doing like virtual training? <laughs> My immediate knee-jerk response was, heck no, no way. I will not do virtual training. Boy, I'm really, I can be really narrow-minded. If you move and you want us to virtual train you and you're going to continue paying us, no, I'm just going to lose money. Sorry. <laughs> you have to, you have to be here. Cheesy intro line. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Fitness Line Down podcast, where I am your host and owner extraordinaire, Corey Crump. And I bet you didn't think that I had such a set of pipes on me, did you? All right. Well, here we are. Uh, it's amazing. And I keep, it's like I almost have a countdown during the year. But by the time that this is out there and published, we're in December, people. I mean, can you believe it? It's going to be 2024 in about 31 days. I'm just flabbergasted. You know, and in November here this year, we celebrated our ninth birthday, which is just amazing. It really makes me sit back and think about where we started from, you know, and how we've gotten here. And the thing I'm convinced about is that we still haven't done our best yet. I mean, we have the best ahead of us, guaranteed, 100%. There is so much better things coming out of Fitness Line Down for the future. So what you've been experiencing now with us, if you have been with us for all nine years, seven years, five years, three years, one year, you are about to get your, what are you going to get? You're, <laughs> you're going to get blown away. That's what I want to say. You're going to get blown away for all the great things that are going to be happening in the next couple of years. So with that being said, I, in reflection, kind of, I celebrated another milestone, I guess, at the end of this month and into December. So if you rewind all the way to 2014 and I had lost my job, got fired for a sense of better words. And when I, when we began this business, I worked all but three training hours on the floor. So my former business partner worked three of the hours and I, for the most part, was on the floor dedicated to training and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, there's no regrets. Well, okay, maybe there is a little bit of regrets. There was a lot of sacrifice that had to happen. Uh, thanks be to God, my my wife and my children, mainly my wife at that time because my kids were pretty young, she knew that this had to happen. In order for the business to be successful, I needed to be working these crazy hours. I mean, no doubt, I would be in the gym by 6 a.m. in the morning and maybe a little bit before, actually, probably 5.30, and I wouldn't leave until, for the most part, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave until like 7.30 every night. And I did that Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, we worked a half day. I worked a half day. And so kids had things going on. I had to miss some of that stuff. My wife, like an event was happening. I had to miss that because I had to be, I had to be in the business. I had to be growing the business. And I probably did that for a good part of three years. And thankfully, doing that kind of work is a young person's sport. I'm sure that I would find the 
the drive and the motivation if I were to be starting the business at this age right now. But I'm also at the point where after doing all that and laying the groundwork and foundation and setting the atmosphere, I mean, really, I think the fitness line down atmosphere is very unique. Uh, how we do things, how we operate, the chill factor. Uh, but yet, even though we're chill, we can ramp up that intensity and we have fun doing that as well. But all that time laying that groundwork and I, I, I don't have any regrets on that because that was investing. That's what I was doing. I was investing for the success and the future of fitness lying down. So with all that said, I have been basically working most of the week. I train in the morning and then I work on the business in the afternoon. And so I do that Tuesday through Friday. Monday is the day where I come in. I work in the morning. I get a little break and then I'm back on the training floor in the afternoon. And talking to my business coach, who I always talk about, I need to get her on here sometime soon. I was talking about one of my goals I wanted to do was to eliminate my Monday afternoons. You know, the kids, they've got so many things going on. It's, it's been really nice for me to take off at you know 3 o'clock when the kids get out of school and do all that stuff in the afternoon that I do as a father. Taking kids places, making sure that things are happening and you know, taking the stress off of my wife, who had a lot of the burden on her for those three years, three plus years. It's, it's fun for me to do this now. It's, it's great that I'm in a position that I could do this. But I told my business coaches, like, you know, Mondays, I want to get rid of that Monday afternoon session. As much as I love training people and I love the people in the afternoon, I need that time to continue working on the business because the business will only be more successful if it's getting worked on instead of being worked in. I have three employees that are working in the business and they also help me to work on the business. But when it comes to making some of these decisions, marketing, follow-up, leading, program design, all this stuff, like this is working on the business and it, it needs to happen. And the more I'm on the training floor, the less I could do that. I think about when I was on the training floor as much as I was, I, there was something amazing. I don't know what it was, but we were still, it was word of mouth. I guess that's, that's how we got as popular as we did and grew as fast as we did. But I, I think about the amount of clients we had then compared to now. If I had to make that many programs and, and I was on the training floor that, many, that long, that many hours in a day, don't think that, I don't think that Fitness Line Down would have actually been where it is now. So you just, you see how the balance goes that I don't have a lot of clients. So I spend more time on the training floor, but at the same time, I had more time in the day because of scheduling that I had time to work kind of on the business. But as we grew in popularity and our memberships grew to the point where, holy cow, we have a lot of programs to make every month. And we are not the cut, copy and paste people. Every program, especially for our personal training is very, is very individualized. I mean, I have the heart of our client at the top of my mind when I'm making these programs. I'm thinking about what it is that they need, what are their goals, what are their limitations or restrictions right now? So how can I make this a successful program for them that they continue building strength and that they continue coming back? So that's, that's critical. Need to do that. Need to follow up with people. You know, we have people that are kind of MIA for a week or two. And it's just like, I got to be. So if I was on the training floor as much as I was back then, I don't have that time to follow up with as many people. 
uh, like I said before, lead nurturing. Now, again, I have a staff that I lean on them to help me with this, but somebody's got to be the conductor. Um, so talking to my business coach about eliminating my Monday afternoon training sessions, and I said, you know, maybe I'll make that in 2024, maybe January I'll, I'll stop. And she's like, why, why, why wait? And it really kind of stopped me in my tracks, like, why wait? And of course, initially I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe, you know, financially, I can afford to pay somebody three more hours, but it looks good at the end of the year to just not, you know, I don't know. Uh, feels like a fresh start in the new year. But as soon as she said, why wait? I, I got kind of excited. I was like, well, yeah, why wait? I already have a coach that wants more hours. Why wait? So with that being said now, it is just, it makes me so happy that we've reached that level where I can work the hours that I actually, I want to work and I'm, I want to train in the morning. That's the time where I like to train people. And then the afternoon is where I, I can dedicate more of the on the business. The, the focus can be shifted because I will tell you, and this is not a pity party for Corey at all, but when, when you're on the training floor and you're, you're directing your energy and your, your focus to training people, and then you, you get done, you know, and you know how we do things. We have semi-private, so we can see up to four people in a session. So I might, I might have trained 12 people in a morning. And then I have to take my focus. Okay, so I get a little training time for myself. I get a little lunch. There's days where we're doing group training then at noon. I get back to kind of working on the business. And then if I have training in the afternoon, I have to start shifting a little bit. I have to get my energy ready for training people. It may be for other people, it's different, but for me to, to really transition from working on the business to working in the business and providing that energy and what I need to be training on the floor, it's a transition. It's not something that, especially as I'm getting a little bit more seasoned in my age, it's not something I can just quickly flip on. I have to get ready. I have to prepare. I have to be looking at programs. I have to be seeing what's going on, game planning, visualizing. I take this very seriously. So it is, it's just, it's so great for me and it's going to be great for Fitness Line Down as well. Like our clients know that, hey, Corey's not going to be there Monday afternoons anymore. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be here at all. <laughs> I'm still around. There's plenty of times where I'm waiting for kids to get done with their extracurricular activities at the school. So I will be here in the gym working on the business, doing the things that I need to do to keep this business running and moving forward and strong. So that's, I think that that's a great success for Fitness Line Down is to provide that opportunity for myself, but also for my coaches. Because as I was talking with somebody earlier, it is intense to think to myself, I employ three people. The business, not I guess not me. <laughs> we are uh, an S-Corp um, LLC. So I am an employee of the business that I own. So basically the business has four employees, including myself. And it is so great that we provide such a service and we have so many people that want that service that I, that the business can pay people. That's just crazy. I mean, to think about that, that it's not just me paying me, um, but that there's three individuals, four individuals, including myself that depend on this paycheck that depend on the money coming to them from this job, which I want to say is going to be more than a job. So yay fitness line down. That's awesome. And this kind of brings me to the whole point of how we have evolved and have shifted, how we have called audibles at the line because audibles were necessary. We had to make changes because if we weren't making changes, 
we would be dead. Okay, maybe maybe dead is not. It's a little dramatic, but you get it. Like after almost after nine years, over nine years of being in business, if we were doing things in 2023 the way we were doing things in 2014, what kind of business would we have? What kind of services would we would we be providing? So one of the things I think about is before that 2020 happened, and I'm not talking about the broken ankle in January, which can you imagine that next month, January or no next month, December. Okay. In a couple weeks, it'll be four years since I broke my ankle. That's a milestone. So many milestones. I'm just really reminiscing today, but before 2020 and all that stuff happened in 2020, somewhere, I believe in 2019, one of our clients mentioned, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about maybe moving to a different state. Would you consider doing like virtual training? My immediate knee-jerk response was, heck no, no way. I will not do virtual training. Uh, that's just, no, I'm, I'm an in-person trainer. Like a virtual training, like what is that? Um, I had had online coaches before, or coaching experience. So I've had clients that I would create a program for them. I would hyperlink videos to them and they would do the programs and we would have feedback and we'd figure out like, and it's great with technology nowadays that you're able to record yourself on your phone, a video. You could send me the videos. I can give you some coaching cues based on those videos. But yeah, at the point I was really set in my ways that no, there's there's no way I was going to virtual train. We're, we're here. We're in lacrosse. You you come to us. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you happen to move, well, I guess, boy, I'm really, I can be really narrow minded. If you move and you want us to virtual train you and you're going to continue paying us. No, I'm just going to lose money. Sorry. You have to, you have to be here. And boy, I, I don't want to say thank goodness for the events of 2020, but that did help me to free my mind a little bit. As, as you know, most likely all our listeners out there is yes, after 2020 happened, we had to go virtual. There was just no way that the business was going to, I don't know if operate. I, we have such great clients that would, would have kept us afloat, I believe, but I need to be earning money and not taking money. So if you're gonna be paying me, I wanna provide that service. It really bothers me that people pay for a service and they don't use it. And especially a service that we offer, something as extraordinary as what we offer. So I always wanna make sure that people are getting their sessions in, they're making up those sessions that they missed. I want to offer that service. Like that's just, that's, you know, the problem is I care too much. That's me, I care way too much. <laughs> and. So we shifted, we called that audible, we had to go virtual and bless it all that the DVRT system that you know I love made it so easy, made it so easy that we could move virtually and be successful with our clients because and this is one of the topics I wanna to talk about today and I've mentioned it before, but at home, at home workouts, right? It used to be like a, a VHS tape <laughs> dating myself, a DVD, a few little, little dumbbells in the corner that you would use, or you'd go all out, you'd buy all this machinery, uh, treadmills, you'd get like kind of the, the body by Jake Bowflex thing, maybe a, a Nordic track and all this stuff. Cause you can get serious. And a lot of that stuff just sat and collected dust and clothes. You used it as kind of an accessory closet to hang and dry your clothes. And what really makes at home training better now, especially using the DVRT system, is the coaching. Like that's, I think that's what a lot of people missed 
for at-home workouts. Like that motivation, especially when you're at home, for me, working out at home is just, it's not a thing I can do easily. If I have to do it, great, but I'm really distracted at home. I really go home as a sanctuary. I want to relax as best as I can. I want to be with my family. I want to be present. To, to work out at home, it's just not me. I, I like going to a separate location to do my training, i.e. the gym. So for people that watch the videos, you know, all the video training, well, that becomes redundant, right? Because you got a set of videos. It keeps doing the same thing over and over again. Like at some point you just get bored or you get bored with your equipment. It was kind of like toys in the beginning. Like, ooh, I got this new flashy thing. And then before you know it, like all toys, it loses its shimmer. It loses its shine and it just starts collecting dust. And before you know it, nowadays you find it on Facebook Marketplace. So the happy medium is the DVRT system. Ultimate sandbags do not take up a lot of space and you don't need a lot of them to make it for an effective workout. And there are some other nice functional fitness tools that you can include, resistance bands, kettlebells, only a few kettlebells. You don't need a big rack of kettlebells, lever bell, you know, just some of these small things. And you can have a great home workout especially if you have somebody that can take you through that session. So there comes our virtual sessions. So as you know, in 2020, how we, we fostered out all of our equipment, except nobody really wanted to take the big heavy sandbags or the big heavy kettlebells, but we try to get everybody a, a resistance band, a kettlebell, a sandbag, whatever we can get them. And we started making their programs for those pieces of equipment for their home workouts. And even though, let's be honest, because it was kind of a rude way to do it in the beginning, people didn't necessarily like, they didn't get, I don't say, I don't want to say they didn't get closer to their goals, but they weren't getting as fast to their goals as they would be in person working out here in the gym. However, they weren't going in the other direction, right? If anything, they were able to kind of manage and maintain, maybe not all the way improving and doing all that stuff because yes, the equipment is limited, the space is limited, it was a quick transition into home workouts, you know, to go from in-person to virtual that happened like as like a snap of the fingers. But it was great that people were still able to maintain and not only for their physical health, but a lot of those workouts, we would hear people like log off before they log off. They're saying, I just needed that for my mental health. I needed to move. I needed to use the sandbags. It's just like, I feel so much better because of that. Well, to this present day, we do a lot of virtual training still. We do a lot of virtual group training. So people join in in our group sessions via Zoom and they participate. They join in semi-private. So they actually have personal training programs made for them and we take them through that virtually. And the cool thing is that I found out there's a little bit of work up front, but that work up front is such an investment for that individual that will onboard them a one-on-one -on -one session for about three weeks. I feel like after three weeks, they have a good idea because then after the three weeks, it's not a one-on-one. -on -one. They actually join our semi-private sessions live. So they might be on the screen and they might be joined by two or three more people in the gym. So our coaches, as we're training everybody, we can still check in. We see them doing it. They, they get like live time feedback. They get live time coaching. They can ask the questions. We could see things. So that's such a benefit. So it's great. Like that's kind of our highest tiers that you can join in virtually and 
kind of, again, you feel like the community. It's so fun watching people like in the gym who know our virtual clients via like a social media or something. They come in the background, they just start waving. You know, it's like everybody gets kind of ecstatic. It's like you're part of you're part of the gym still. Even though you might be in your home space, you are still part of fitness lying down. And then, of course, whoever's the coach, which I just always feel like is me at these points, I have to kind of like be the mediator between. So I have to, okay, the person virtually is telling you this. Oh, that person says hi. Yep, tell your folks that says hi. Watch out for deer. You know, all that kind of good Midwestern thing. So it is. I mean, it's really exciting. And I'm glad that... I got to change my focus from tunnel vision, never ever virtual training to like, yeah, hey, I'm open to it. And you know what? I kind of enjoy it too. I enjoy the fact that we can touch other people's lives in other parts of the nation, all the way from New York City, all the way to Texas, Florida, Oregon. I mean, come on, (laughs) it's pretty cool. And we're not even marketing for that per se. We're just, hey, here we go. And you might be asking yourself, if you're listening to this, you're like, well, that sounds like something I might wanna do. Pretty much all we ask is that you get two ultimate sandbags. That's it. Like that's how you can start your home gym workouts with us. And it is fun to watch people start evolving and they they buy equipment that's smart, right? Like we think about all the equipment that you used to buy. You just bought it because it's what everybody else was using, but then you never use it. So all the equipment that we use that we get, especially for our homeowners, our home gym owners, whatever home gym people, <laughs> It's all the equipment that they, they're going to use. They're always going to be using these pieces of equipment. There's never going to be dust collected on them. And here we are. Like, we're directing them through it. Now, as I mentioned before, I've had online clients in the past. I have a couple of, we, well, we, Fitness Line Down, have a couple online clients presently. So that right there is for, kind of for the people that maybe two, two things could be true here. Number one is the schedule doesn't fit our schedule. Right. They just can't join virtually because of work and other commitments and they just want to work out on their own. That's fine. Sometimes it's because they're just a little bit more. They know what they're doing. Great. They don't need the online, the the real time coaching, but they still get the feedback for sure. Like we'll have conversations and I'll ask for videos. I'll critique the videos. They'll send me another video like, all right, that looks good. How are things feeling? Um, So that's a neat offer that we still provide. And I'm. I'm, I'm excited about this next one. Uh, basically, all our group training sessions that we do in a month, we, we record. We record for all our group training clients that are kind of either either all virtual or kind of a little bit of a hybrid because we have a lot of our clients that through 2020 invested in Ultimate Sandbags for home and they can't always get to the gym. They might live a good chunk away from the gym. And if the weather's a little inclement, if there's snow on the road, that kind of, yeah, you know, I don't want a chance at the drive 30 minutes, 20, 20 to 30 minutes. I don't want to go one way into town if I don't have to. And I, I just can't join virtually right now. So I'm going to do the recording. I'm going to do the recorded program where it's, it's usually me, sorry, but it's usually me that's explaining all the stuff, coaching. I mean, from warm up to cool down, you get the 45 minute recording that you can follow along with. So I was thinking to myself, we should, we should allow the general public, the other people to enjoy this. So like for a small subscribers fee, we're going to send you these videos. And basically in a month, you're going to have anywhere from six to seven sessions that you get to enjoy, just like you would as if you were coming in person here. And I guess like the benefit too is you could press pause. <laughs> so if you need to go to the bathroom, if you need to take a break, if it's like, ooh, I need to sit down for a second, 
instead of being in the gym where like the time keeps going, you could just hit pause. You can backtrack a little bit like, oh, I didn't catch what he said. What did he say? Oh, okay, there you go. So I'm really excited that we're able to now provide that service for, again, it feels like I've told people about this. I told them what the price range was and they're just like, I don't think that's enough. For me, it's not about killing it on this. I just want to get this in people's hands so that they could have workouts because I've got a lot of trainer friends and I got a lot of trainer friends that lean on me for their training experience. And one of the reasons is because a, as a trainer, probably the worst trainer is yourself because you're only going to do the things that you like to do. That's what you're going to put in your program or the things that you're really good at doing. And you're not going to put in the program, those things that you don't want to do that you should do. So it's nice that when you can hire somebody to run a program for you and keep you accountable, there it is. So you don't have to think about this. It's like, okay, here's the session. All right, I'm going to follow that session. Let's go. So neat kind of thing about all that virtual stuff. And we'll see how this goes. I mean, either way, the videos are made, they're recorded, a lot of record, a lot of, a uh, lot of coaching cues in it. The only negative of course, is that you're not getting that lifetime coaching experience. You're not getting that feedback per se. Now I'm not saying communication's dead. If you chose to do uh, our subscriber list here and getting the group recorded sessions, you can come, you can easily send an email or a text and be like, Hey, I have a question about that exercise. Like, what are we looking for? We want you to be successful. We want you to enjoy your fitness. And once again, all we're asking is like, you have a couple sandbags at you, you have a couple sandbags at home. Uh, so it's, it's a nice little perk to have because with the sandbags, of course, we want your equipment to mimic ours. So we know what we're talking about. But if I'm doing an exercise and it's a resistance band exercise here in the gym, I will give you the ultimate sandbag version of it at home. So in case you don't have a band, that's usually, is usually what I say is, Hey, for anybody out there that doesn't have a band, you're going to use your ultimate sandbag. And this is what it's going to be moving on. So it's really, it is a nice thing. And I'll be honest. Um, we've got a few people like I hear the feedback. They're just like, I'm really glad that we have these videos for home for those times where the weather's just a little bad, or maybe I just want to sneak in another session on a Saturday because I got a little time. Yeah. Hey, why not? You know, and to, the last thing I want to talk about, I say the last thing, but I, I'm curious to see how long this goes <laughs> is I just think about the DVRT bomb that fell on me, you know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. I forget when I first got exposed to it, that it had such an impact on me that I was willing to change like a lot of the way I, I did stuff. And that doesn't happen a lot. And what I mean by this is that I have recently, I mean, I'm amazed with how many fitness professionals, fitness gyms are in this small town of lacrosse. And I do have like, I do have my blinders on for a lot of that stuff. I try not to get too overwhelmed by following these gyms because of course, sometimes it's in comparison in compare when you compare you despair, um, you want to keep up with the Joneses, whatnot. I stay focused on what we do here. Now I'm not saying that I don't peek a little bit and see what the other gyms are doing, but I, I'm not, I was not aware, still not aware of all the fitness that's in lacrosse, Wisconsin, but I have been making a, an effort to reach out to other gyms and invite them into my gym and talk. Like, I just want to, Hey, what are you doing? What's, what's your methodology? What are, what's going on with you? And the good news to report is that for all the things I've actually talked with, um, Lena Midla, I think everybody knows her. She's a good friend of the program. So she, and I have 
talked about some of these different methodologies and modalities that we've been exposed to and seen. And it's, it's made us even stronger in our DVRT convictions. Like we're, we're so unwavering because of the, the scope of DVRT. And the one thing I was just thinking about was that there's this one methodology and all this like what we call internal cueing. So for anybody that might not know what internal cueing is, that's the whole factor of, hey, squeeze your glutes, engage your core, all these abstract phrases that a lot of people don't know how to do. Like, how do you squeeze your glutes? Like, how do you squeeze your lats? How do you engage your lats? So, you know, here at Fitness Line Down, our, our, co our coaching cues are always external. Uh, grab the handles, pull the handles apart, grab the ground with your toes. All that stuff is what squeezes your glutes, engages your core, gets those lats fired up. <laughs> so we don't have to sit there and pinpoint all these little areas and touching you and trying to get your hips in the right spot. No, we're just like, hey, push your feet against the ground. Okay, you don't know how to do that? Here's a band. Push your feet against the band. Grab those handles, grab them as tight as you can, pull those handles apart. All of a sudden, the, the immediacy of the effects happen because of the cause. So we're not trying to have you think about what you're doing internally because that's kind of, yeah. And it takes a lot of time. It just takes a lot of time and lost in translation. People don't know what they're doing. So there was something recently that Lena was talking to me about that was into that realm. And it's like, boy, if they just did the DVRT system, they'd probably save a lot of time because all that internal coaching and trying to get people to do what you want them to do, that takes time on the training floor. And we don't have all that time. So if I just tell you, grab those handles and pull them apart, there it is. That was like a few seconds of coaching and the results happened immediately. It wasn't like a months later, oh, I think I finally understand that engage my core thing, um, which I hate to say it. There was time here at Fitness Line Down. We still have a shirt that circulates. We don't sell it anymore, but there's a shirt that circulates that says ribs down, butt tight, because that was a coaching cue that we used. And I, even though it's a good shirt, like it creates a lot of um, attention on the streets. You know, when you see any shirt that says a butt, B-U-T-T -T on it, usually people are like turning their heads, but ribs down, butt tight. It's so short and to the point, don't get me wrong, it is to the point, but people don't quite understand like, okay, ribs down, butt tight. You know, all that stuff is trying to get your trunk, your core area to be stable. So now we have a shirt that is uh, 2.0 of that shirt, which is just strong hands, strong feet. That's how we make the ribs go down and the butt go tight. <laughs> um, anyway, I digress. So the time that I can save coaching using external cues, a great thing from DVRT. So it's in talking to these fitness professionals and hearing what they're doing, what's working for them. In my mind, I'm just, you know, of course I'm thinking, boy, if you just did DVRT, it'd be so much better, so much better. But all the stuff that I'm seeing that I'm kind of following a little bit that I'm listening to, nothing's changing my mind. If anything, it's making me go even run farther into DVRT. You know, the all-encompassing, the myofascial integrated movement uh, that is kind of going out there now, more, more movement stretching. So not so loaded uh, with sandbags, not at all. It's all body weight things, breathing. And I do, like, I still struggle with it because it's out of my wheelhouse, but I'm, I'm learning it. I'm getting better at it uh, to the point where I want to include it into the fitness line down services. But yes, a lot of people are stressed and they need some of that like relaxation. 
So it would be great to offer that for them. Um, but again, look at the look at the <laughs> the portfolio of DVRT. I mean, we've got core restoration exercises, so better than stretching. We've got strength exercises. We got power exercises, mobility. We have breathing now, breathing and movement, myofascial. Like there's just so many things that we can use with DVRT, and it goes deep. Like it's not wide; it just goes deep. And the deeper you dive into that, the more I believe. As a fitness professional, I, I don't believe I know, makes you better because you just get better at your craft. I was talking to one fitness professional uh, not too long ago, and what they were mentioning, I'm like, hey, what do you do at your gym? Like, how do you train people? I mean, I'm, I'm talking kind of roughly. I'm like, hey, but they're like, oh, every session is always different. Like, we never, we never do the same exercise twice. It's always like we're changing things up and, you know, got to keep the brain engaged or something like that. And I do remember there was a time in Corey's life where I, I did believe that. I, I believe that you have to keep the, the body guessing. You know, you don't want the body to be too complacent. Um, so you have to change things up all the time. And I've gotten to realize now that there is still, things need to change, no doubt. But you also had to become proficient in what you are doing. <laughs> you know, could you imagine uh, thinking about, I don't know, Sophia now in geometry, she comes in for the first day of algebra in, in her freshman year. Okay, here's, uh, here's your algebra for today. Okay, learn it a little bit. You get a little taste of it. Maybe you don't understand it. Nope, tomorrow, geometry. Next day, trigonometry. The next day, advanced calculus. You know, just because we got to keep the brain. No, just like anything you learn in school, you have to spend time with it. You have to get better at it. You have to become a master of it before you can do anything to the next level, which actually now as I'm just talking about this makes me realize for this individual and their training techniques, there really is no next level. It's just always like, it's just a big salad. Here's a bunch of everything in there. <laughs> Maybe something works. You're still engaged. You're focused. You get a little sweaty, you get a little tired. Everybody wins. Or no, for us, we have a focus. We have a vision of where we're taking you, our clients. And we got those progressions and regressions. We have a system of training and I know, I know I talk about this all the time, but I just get so much more excited about this, especially in the light of recent events where I'm so much more convinced that DVRT is the way to go. I, I want to figure out how to make everybody love DVRT as much as myself, our coaches, our clients. I mean, our clients follow DVRT like they're trainers. Our clients go through the level one and two certification. Our clients go through restoration courses. It's insane. It's insane that there's so much buy-in here and their lives are so much better because of it. And I'm not, it's not being like uh, dramatic. It's true. Like we've seen people's shoulder problems, I don't want to say disappear, but improve dramatically where there really is no problems, knee problems, low back problems, strength problems. I mean, so much more confidence people have built because of DVRT. I mean, let's just face it. And I mean, if DVRT was just there on the internet and they were trying to follow it by themselves, they might not be as successful. So they need a translator. That's who we are here at uh, Fitness Lying Down is we understand DVRT. We can translate it to our clients so it becomes tangible to them. We can give them real examples. We can show them how to progress certain exercises, how to regress. I mean, I think that's a, that's a badge of honor for me that when we have clients like in a group training session, and I might be busy with another client, you know, helping them out because maybe they're new. Maybe they need a little more attention. 
and we get one of our seasoned pros that I'll come over. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? They're like, well, I, that exercise was a little too easy. So I made it, I made it a little more challenging by changing my body position. That's like, wow. I mean, that that's amazing. Or on the flip side, you know what? I, I just, I'm not hundred percent today. So I, I took it and I regressed it a little bit by changing the loading position, not changing the weight, but by changing the loading position, like in traditional fitness terms, oh, you know, I'm feeling kind of, eh, I'm just going to lighten the weight a little bit. No, our clients are like, yeah, I'm going to keep the same weight. But instead of, let's just say for your squats, instead of doing a shoulder squat, yeah, I'm going to go front loaded squat. Instead of sprinter stance, I'm going to just go bilateral. Instead of doing a good morning, I'm going to do a deadlift. Instead of doing a power clean, I'm going to do a good morning. Like they have this understanding. And that I, I think right there shows. And I know a lot of trainers, including myself in the past, would not want to let the secrets out like that. Because if, if I'm telling you how to do this stuff, well, why are you coming back to me to do this? Like you can have your own sandbags, you can do your own stuff, but there's magic here at Fitness Lying Down. Whether you're in person or virtually or online, there is the magic of that translation. And that we have, even though DVRT is a system for sure, different DVRT coaches can use it in different ways. Like how I use DVRT here, I add some different flavors to it. I have a more of a, a focus in a certain direction. I am an artiste, right? I'm, a, I'm the Picasso of DVRT here in my realm. Somebody might be a Van Gogh, somebody might be a Monet, who knows? But the fact that people do keep coming back even though they could do it by themselves, but they don't want that because they want that professional and they know that I'm gonna stay on top of the up-to-date DVRT information. I'm going to always be thinking about what could we change and challenge next? because the DVRT that I knew in 2014 is not the DVRT I know and use today. It's the same, but it's gotten better. <laughs> it's become more tangible and it's more accessible uh, for our clients. And some of our clients have no idea. They're just like, I just want you to do everything. I don't want to think about it. You tell me how to hold the bag, blah, blah, blah. Fine. But a good handful, like even more than a handful of our clients has it. And they got the vernacular down, the terminology, you know, when our sprinter stands. They're just, yeah, sprinter stance. I know what a sprinter stance is. I know the meaning of a sprinter stance. Uh, the around the world, the all this stuff, like most people would be like, I don't know what that is. A tornado. I don't know what a tornado is. Over half of our clients know what a tornado is. And it's not the stuff that happens here in the Midwest from like, you know, whatever, June to August, September. But <laughs> so that's, I don't know. I, maybe I get a little ramped up about this. I get kind of excited because as I mentioned earlier, we have done such a great job because of our clients evolving and advancing in this gym and being successful. I'm just gonna say it, being successful. Now that success could be totally taken away from us at any moment. That could happen. It would suck, <laughs> but it could happen. I am more than convinced that the best of fitness lying down is still yet to come. And I'm excited for all those people that are with us currently for our future clients, I get to taste everything we do and improve. I mean, holy cow, it's, I, yeah, I'm just jacked up right now. And it's not even the coffee talking. <laughs> so, all right, whew. I hope you guys all out there enjoy your December to remember. Uh, and that's not just the Toyota, Toyota-thon, whatever. Um, but I will, um, we'll talk next week. How's that sound? So until the next time that we do speak, my friends, Godspeed.